Welcome to the 104 Sports Report, hosted by Alex Brooks and Brian Burroughs, the main source for Oswego sports, a member of the Oswegonian Multimedia Network. Let's get into it. Welcome in to another episode of the 104 Sports Report. We are on episode 5 of season 6. Alongside me is, as always, Brian Burroughs. How do you do? And I am Alex Brooks. And we got a big episode, Brian. We got men's hockey. They have the number one seed. And we just found out yesterday they are going to face Buffalo State here in the Deb. And along with that is women's hockey having the number three seed. They're going to travel to Cortland. And then we got the men's basketball. They have the number one seed once again in the Suniac. Back to back. Back to back hosting the Suniac. And they're looking for... uh, they're looking for back-to-back Suniac championships, but we'll get more into that a little later. But Brian, how you doing? I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm mentally preparing myself for this upcoming weekend. Same. Uh, if you guys have listened to the show the last two seasons, you know that me and Alex were big uh, helpers at WTOP, I would say. Yep. Uh, helpers probably not the right word there. We do a lot. But we do a lot at WTOP. And we are doing, well, five productions this weekend. We got... Double time tomorrow. We got both SUNYAC semifinal games to, co- to cover as well. On Saturday, you get men's lacrosse starting their season on home at the Laker Turf, followed by a men's basketball SUNYAC championship game. Doesn't matter who's playing it, WTOP will be covering it. And then a men's hockey semifinal at 7 o'clock. So it's, there's just a lot happening. And we're both working four of those games at least. Oh, so. Yep. Mentally preparing myself, but I'm in a good mood because our teams are in the playoffs. Most definitely. I mean, it, it, it can't go better. I mean, like, if women's hockey was able to host one, I mean, maybe that's a, that's a lot more, you know what? but, like... <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> but I know. it's we're, we're really busy here, but, you know, at least they're in the playoffs. Um, before we get into this uh, Laker rundown, Brian... Just one thing that we want to note is that the women's basketball team, um, and you'll you'll obviously talk about this in your Laker rundown, but they are the lone team of the winter sports that is not in the playoffs. Unfortunately. It, but they finished a record with over 500. But you know, to talk a little bit more about that, I'm going to send it over to you, Brian. The Laker rundown, let's get right into it. So the men's hockey team had senior weekend this past weekend, and Friday night started off with a win at Bu- over Buffalo State, 7-2-3, that clinched a top two seed in the student playoffs. So it was a weight off their shoulder right there. They turned it right around Saturday afternoon, or Saturday night actually, a 9-0 victory on senior night to clinch the student regular season title. On the men's basketball side, they went on the road, avenged their loss to Brockport 79-73, and clinched the Suniac regular season title there. So, big revenge win to and did it on their enemy's home court. They then on Saturday finished the regular season at Fredonia 85-70 victory, making it 19 straight victories. The women's basketball team finished their season first a 53-49 loss to Brockport Friday night, but ending on a high note, 65-51 victory at Fredonia, finishing, as you mentioned, an over 500 record for the first time since the 2012-2013 season. So an exact decade yeah. since they finished over 500. Big big stepping stones for this women's Huge basketball Huge stepping team, stone. 
Yeah, great Laker rundown, Brian. I Thank mean, you. geez, we got a we got a lot to unpack here. Um, yeah, just women's basketball. They were able to uh, finish over five hundred. Um, big stepping stone. I think they'll be doing upward trajectory. Upward that's, trajectory that's next my... season. I feel like they're going to do uh, way better next season. I think something might be special there for uh, yeah, hundred percent. But we're going to move over to the teams that are in the playoffs. Over to the men's hockey. The number one seed in the SUNYAC tournament. And Brian, as you mentioned, big senior weekend victories, clinching that one seed and home ice advantage throughout the playoffs. So whoever, if if men's hockey wins this Saturday against Buff State, they're going to be home once again yeah. for a SUNYAC championship. One of the first, if they're able to take that SUNYAC championship, it'll be the first since 2014. Crazy. Crazy to think about that it's been that long. 2014, we were in middle school. Yeah. So I wasn't like, I didn't even know Oswego was a place on the map right. when I was in middle school. Exactly. So crazy to think about. Um, big hopes, but there's still steps to get there. We mentioned before, Buffalo State, last night, a was it 3-2 victory over Cortland in Cortland, um, and they clinched their way to come Back to us we go. Back to back weekends. They're playing us, and the big news there is that Emil Norman was back in net. Mm-hmm. We, as we mentioned in the Laker rundown, it was a seven to three victory versus Buffalo State. They Emil Norman, their starting goalie all season, was not in net for that one. It was Liam Gross, uh, who played really well, but us we go peppered him with shots. He had like forty plus saves, but it was us. The fact that us we go had over fifty shots, you you just not you're not stopping. A lot of shots like that, unless you like having an outstanding night, mm-hmm. especially as a backup goalkeeper. Um, so props to him for a 40-save night. But if Emil Norman was in net for Buffalo State that night, it, I think it would have been a very different outcome. Yeah, but definitely. he he was in net versus Cortland, it, and it paid off. They make it through the first round of the playoffs, coming to set, coming back to the Deb. But I do want to mention the last time Emil Norman, last time we played Emil Norman was earlier this season. Mm-hmm. It was a 5-2 victory for Oswego in Buffalo State. So we've already proven this season we can beat him. Yeah, we we can beat them, but there is that notion, Brian, that it's hard to beat a team three times. This is true. And we've already beat them twice, but the advantage goes to us because obviously we beat them twice, but it's also they're coming in already hot off of a 3-2 victory, 3-2 thriller when Cortland almost came back there yeah. in the final period. Uh, Buff State was uh, scored two in the first, scored one in the second, and then led up two goals against Cortland, and possibly almost three as Cortland was um, in Buffalo State's uh, zone there, and it just seemed like you know maybe this is going to go to overtime, but Buffalo State was able to um, keep that from happening. And then going over to... The Fredonia Geneseo game, and you know Geneseo proved that you know they're not going to be upset. No. I mean, they were upset last year against Fredonia, but yeah. they they showed why Fredonia was pretty much the team that everyone's just going to take walk out over. In the first. Yeah, walk over and take out in the first round. I mean, you saw that um, going into this game that Logan Dick actually had a really good game. I mean, yeah, much better than what he did in Oswego. Yeah, much better, but it just didn't prevail because his offense didn't do anything. Yeah, couldn't do anything against um, Geneseo there. Yeah, I mean, it it was like eleven days ago, or 
12 days ago that Fredonia beat Geneseo um, in Fredonia. I think that was a big difference. They were playing on home ice when they beat them on February 11th with a 3-2 loss for Geneseo. This time, home ice, 3-0 victory, um, much better for them. Yep. But yeah, like you said, Logan Dick had a much better game. I mean, he was, first off, so we go on Saturday night, he was pulled in the first after the first period, after right. giving up four goals. Mm-hmm. And this time, this time around, it was like, another two goals in the first, one in the second, but... On, as a whole, it was a 30-save night for him, yeah. I believe. Yeah. No, more than 30. Sorry, their, their thing is the um, the website's a little messed up, at least on my screen. There it goes. 47-save yep. night for Logan Dick. That's Jeez. Yeah, that's very impressive. So, unfortunately, it wasn't enough. The offense really couldn't get going. So, Geneseo is heading up to Plattsburgh. Yeah. For that semifinal. And we will await Saturday night to see what happens there. It's just like ours, a 7 o'clock puck drop. Yep. It's happening at the same time. Right. And um, just going back before we start talking about Jenny and Platty, uh, Fredonia was 0 for 4 on the power play. Yeah, you can't do so that. You can't do that and expect to compete with Geneseo. Geneseo 0 for 2 on the power play as well. So. No one scored anything on those penalties, so great penalty kill by both teams, but it just wasn't enough for Fredonia. But yes, now Geneseo is going to have a really tough test against a top two team and you know a really good team in Division Three hockey with the Plattsburgh State Cardinals. I mean, yeah. they they have you know they're not the first seed, obviously. For you know Oswego is able to get, I wouldn't say. Lucky, but they got some breaks because yes, Oswego was like what Coach uh, Gosick said in the press conference yesterday. Um, he said that Cortland and Geneseo taking both of those teams to overtime. That that's the difference. That was the difference. difference. That's the difference. Yeah, because you're you can get a point. Yeah, so it, it literally was the Geneseo overtime. That one point they got from that three goal comeback to send it to overtime. Yeah, that point was the difference. If they lost in regulation, they would have been tied on Plattsburgh, tied with Plattsburgh on points. Yeah, and Plattsburgh, I believe, would have taken it. I think so as well. Yeah. I believe that's how it would have shaped out. So that comeback, that late third period comeback with three goals versus Geneseo a couple weeks ago, uh, looking back, is so huge in hindsight. And the thing is, Oswego didn't even. Uh, Oswego just w- went on after that. They, right. didn't, they yeah. didn't stop. They they From, literally didn't lose another game. No, they they're on four straight at this point. Four straight, six going. Uh, and it, what is that? A six game six game point streak for them. Yeah. So you could say that Buffalo State's uh, coming in hot. Seven. Oswego, yeah, and Oswego's coming in hot as well. Yeah. I mean, you 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 can't you can't fault this Oswego team. I mean, I believe that uh, Buff State going in here. Obviously, it's hard to beat a team. Three times, but I feel like a lot of people who we were talking to, we were talking to um, a bunch of people in the media orgs, yeah. we were like, if Cortland comes, that is going to be very tough. But I feel like now that Buff State's here, it's like it, it's not like we're going to walk them, walk over them, no. but it's going to be something where we're not as like hiding in the corner because, you know, Cortland's coming up. It's like, all right, I think we could really win this game and host a SUNYAC championship. Yeah. And, I mean, look, I mean, Buffalo, they're riding the high of beating Cortland, but they were in a really low spot before that. They had lost their last four games of the regular mm-hmm. season. 
going back to February 10th, it was a, a 6-0 loss to Geneseo, a 5-3 loss to Brockport. That was at home. And then the 7-3 loss to Oswego last Friday, and then they went down to Cortland for the final game of the season, and it was a 3-1 vict- uh, loss. Yeah. So before the Cortland loss last night, yeah. or beat victory last night, they were really not in the best spot. Right. So I, morale may be higher than it was, but you got to think it can't be like super high like Oswego's is right now. Yeah, no. And you, we're just looking at um, the trends from all of these teams. All these teams that are remaining – they're on winning streaks. I mean, there's yep. Geneseo winning two, now three straight against Fredonia, and then now uh, Plattsburgh winning two straight to go in there, and now Oswego's winning four straight. And it's like Buffalo State, yeah, they took the one win, and I guess they're on a two-game winning streak, but that's still... They went into that third period 3 nothing, yep. gave up two goals. You didn't score that one goal in the... Um, those two goals in the first period, this could be a different game, and this could be the Red Dragons coming up and the Bengals going home. Exactly, yeah. It's the This is, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's the favorable matchup. I didn't think it would have been this, like, matchup-wise, it would have been probably about the same between Buffalo State and Corlin. They each have their strengths, they each have their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but recent play against Buffalo State suggests that this is probably the better matchup. Mm-hmm. We've won six straight versus them. We've beat Emil. We beat Emil Norman already this season on his home ice. Now he has to come to the Deb and win and yeah. play out of his mind. The way this team's playing, the, uh, yesterday's press conference, you mentioned it before, it was Alex DiCarlo, Shane Bull, and Noah Bull, along with Coach Gosick. Yeah. One thing they talked about was these last four games is winning streak. One thing they focused on was just putting more shots on net. Right. So Emil Norman's going to probably kind of have to have a similar game with forty a 40 save game if he wants to walk out with a win, at mm-hmm. least 40, maybe 50 saves, if he wants to walk out with a victory. The yeah. Zuspico offense right now is lethal. They're riding really high. They put a bunch of goals in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. It's something you can't, like, you have to, you can't overlook that, mm-hmm. that they are just in a really good spot offensively. The lines are clicking. They mentioned yesterday, I think they've won three straight games now with the same lines because those the line combinations are just working for them right now. Right. And you look at uh, Cal Shell since that uh, Geneseo loss, I mean, he's been playing phenomenal. Yeah. I mean... Four goals in his last four games. Exactly. Giving up one goal against Brockport, no goals against Morrisville. Then uh, three goals against Buffalo State. And then um, Fredonia, nothing. Another shutout, yeah. So it, it, it's it's been... Their goaltenders have been playing really good with Cal Shell. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note, though, what I was looking at here from uh, Buffalo State going over to the Bengals, is that they went to Cortland and they, with the final regular season game, they lost 3-1. Yeah. And then they turned right around and were like, all right, we know how to beat this team now. We yes. know that this team beat us, but that didn't really matter because we're going to have the same matchup. We're going to stay in Cortland, uh, pretty much really just hone in on what it takes to beat this team. And they beat them. Yeah, and they beat him. So and I do really think that that, that is Emil Norman come, like coming back. Exactly. I, I think Emil Norman has a big part to play in their entire season. Emil Norman played outstanding this year yeah. for the Buffalo State Bengals. Let's, his numbers, um, ugh, the website. <laughs> Sorry, the no, oh, yeah, his numbers this year: uh, GAA of two seven three, a nine thirty save percentage, seven hundred seventy saves on the year, a four eight and. A four and eight record, 
throw a shutout in there in 22 starts. That's a really good year. From a team, I don't, I'm not trying to bash on Buffalo State at all, but from a team that, as far as the Suniak is concerned, they're not considered one of the top teams. Yeah. There really is just, in the Suniak, there really is a top four mm-hmm. of Oswego, Jenny, Plattsburgh, and Cortland. Those yeah. are the top four. The other f- two playoff spots are kind of a, have been kind of rotating in and out lately mm-hmm. between Buffalo State, between Fredonia, um, this year, Fredonia was back in this year, uh, Brockport has been in there in the last couple of years. Yeah. So the fact that Buffalo State was the best of the rest, I would say, was mm-hmm. really good, and I think you have to credit Emil Norman with that. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, that's been their that's been um, their staple. I mean, that's yep. been their you know guy in net, the most important position in hockey, and some, something to look out for is that Buffalo State they haven't really been in this position. I mean, going over to Oswego now. Oswego's been in this position. Yeah. They lost to Geneseo 6-1 to one on the road. Now, if Geneseo is going to face Oswego... They got to come to They got to come through the depth. Yeah. And that is way different than going to the Iron. Yeah. Especially in February. Yeah. Geneseo put themselves in an uphill battle this year by getting third place. They got their one home game. Yeah. Um, but now they have to go to Platt. They have to win in Stafford and Pl- in Plattsburgh. If they do win that game, then they have to come back to the Deb. Right. It's not an easy road for them. Yeah. They have to win in away territory this time if they want to repeat as Sudanese champions for the fourth time. Yeah, and the only yeah, and the only thing that they need to hope for if they're trying to make favorable matchup is that they host Buffalo State if Buffalo State ends up winning. But, exactly. Yeah, so Buffalo State, Oswego, Geneseo, Plattsburgh, both seven o'clock puck drop. We're gonna be working that for TOP and man, that's gonna be a the last game of a Really intense weekend. We'll get right yeah. into that. But we're going to move over to the women's side of the ice as the women's hockey team, number three seed in the Newell tournament. So they're not going to be able to, because it's only four teams, they're not going to be able to host any playoff games. Well, unless some weird unless stuff happens in Plattsburgh. Unless something happens in Plattsburgh, yes. If Canton ends up upsetting Upset. Plattsburgh. Which, which would be crazy. Which would be crazy. Um, <laughs> so, But we're not going to talk about that because I don't think it's going to happen. But Yeah, we're that's we're, a rabbit hole we could go down, but we're, we're, let's just not. Exactly. So <laughs> the women's, women's hockey team, they're going to travel to Cortland. And if you haven't listened to already our episode four, we talked to Ashlyn McGrath uh, on this um on this game yeah. and you know her journey so far so if you haven't listened to that i recommend that you go back to episode four and listen to um our interview with yep. her and then come back it was and, a really good interview exactly it was a really good interview she gave a lot of uh a lot of good insight on the team and how the team has helped her and how you know she's been kind of transitioning into a role of a leader so it's it's been really um it was really uh, fortunate that we were able to um, interview her. So yeah. thank you, Ashlyn, for doing that. But we're going to go over to... What's coming up? What's coming up is... Man, it's going to be a tough one, Brian. Yeah. To take it away from me. So they're headed down to Cortland for a 3 o'clock puck drop on Saturday. So same time as the Men's Basketball Suniac Championship game. Whoever is playing in that, we don't know yet. Um, and Cortland is riding high right now. Going, They're on a four-game win streak that started with the 2-0 victory in the Deb two weekends ago. 
They went. They followed it up with a five nothing victory, home versus Potsdam. They went to Canton three one. They went back to Potsdam four three victories. So they are in a really good spot right now as a team. Uh, unlike Oswego, they don't get the extra weekend of rest, but there is pros and cons to that as we talked to Ashlyn McGrath about. Yep. She said it in the interview, which again, go listen to that. It was a great interview. Having that extra week of rest is good because you feel like you just it's really nice to not have to play and yep. have and just be fully rested, but the not playing can have a little rust. Yeah, it can go either way. So there's pros and cons to each. Um it's gonna be a tough game for them. It's gonna be a real tough game. Yeah. For this women's team to beat Plattsburgh, which would be the third time, a third victory this season for them if they do it, or Plattsburgh again trying to tie the season series because Oswego did take the first two games early in the season. That was when they were on that nice win streak, an eight-game win streak early in the season. Mm-hmm. They went doubleheader weekend versus Cortland. It was a two-one victory in Oswego, followed by a one-nothing shutout in Cortland. Um, but then, as you mentioned, they came back here late season. Two vote victory. Now we have to go back down to alumni mm-hmm. and beat them. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's going to be just, you know, how are they going to match up against this team here for the Cortland Red Dragons? I mean, it's just, it, it's something that this um, Oswego team hasn't been, you know, able to do. And since you obviously mentioned that early weekend when we went on that big uh, win streak because, I mean, you know, going into this matchup, Oswego is kind of just, you know, playing a little up and down recently. They haven't really been on a win streak. They're kind of coming in a little... Win, uh, loss, win, loss. Yeah, a little just inconsistent right now, but I'm going to tell you... um, Brian, if they're not e- if they're not able to go up against Molly Gorgon, it's going to be a very very long game for this Oswego yeah. uh, women's hockey team, and it's just as you mentioned, fourth matchup of the season, two one. So the Lakers have the uh, season series, you know, locked up their their two um, one advantage, but as we mentioned before, it's tough to beat a team three times. Yeah. It really is. Especially after a loss yep. in your um, home barn. So, I mean, there there's a lot of playmakers on this team, and, I mean, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of different things happen before. I mean, you know, what we were talking about with Ashley McGrath, she has a lot of, um, you know, her and her team, they've wanted to go against Plattsburgh. Obviously, going to have to wait till the Plattsburgh-Canton game, but it's most likely going to be Plattsburgh unless some wild stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. Once again, the only team that was able to beat, I believe, only beat in the SUNYAC was Cortland. Yep. And, um, or, I mean, excuse me, the Newell. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, the Newell. The Newell. Um, Plattsburgh, you know, they're, they're just insanely stacked. I mean, they've been doing that for... You know, a lot, a lot of years, and I mean, they they yeah. wanted to beat that. That's their number one goal. We want to beat Plattsburgh. We yes. want to beat Plattsburgh, and the only way you're going to do it is yeah. if you win the championship. Yep, that's yeah. But and I think one thing we haven't mentioned yet with this women's hockey team is last season. The way their season ended last year was an overtime loss. Was it overtime? Yeah, an over. 
No, it was a regulation loss. One yeah. nothing. Semifi- semifinal game. It was home to Cortland. Yeah. So this is a repeat. This is this is an opportunity to get revenge for last year. Yeah. And since you lost in your home barn, go to their barn, get the victory, knock them out of the playoffs this time. That would feel so good for everybody on this team. Right. Every the sophomores, the juniors, the seniors all felt that sting of defeat last season. Mm-hmm. You know they want to take it back. Yeah, you know, you know they're hungry. They're really hungry for this. Yeah. For this game against Cortland and you know whatever happens happens. I mean if can is on, is being able to play spoiler alert and they come in and they're they're ripping off uh, Plattsburgh. You could see maybe possibly in Oswego can Newell championship. I mean, that'd you never crazy. know. That'd that be would crazy. Be, that'd be crazy. But um, you know, we're gonna transfer over to basketball. But before we do that, for the latest on campus news, Oswego sports takes and the latest information on the. Oswego State hockey teams head over to the Oswegonian Multimedia Department. Each week, the group releases more podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. For more information, head to the Oswegonian podcast page on the Oswegonian website or the Twitter page. So, the men's basketball team. All right. They're back. They're back. Back-to-back regular season titles. They're going for... On the first time under Coach Leon's resume, back-to-back Suniac, tournament, Suniac season titles, tournament yep. titles. So, it is a big weekend for them. We found out two nights ago that they get New Paltz. Um, the other game will be Cortland-Brockport. That'll be yep. the early game, the 5.30. We are going to plug ourselves again because we sat down with Devin Green in the same yeah. episode four. We also got to talk to Devin Green. He's the first of two inter- of the two interviews in that episode. He had some great insight as well on yeah. the team, on him, on himself, coming in as a transfer to this team, playing now for back-to-back titles, and then what it's like hosting twice. Mm-hmm. So go listen to that as well. Like, just go listen to episode four as a whole. It's a great listen. It's a great episode. Two, we got two players to sit down with us, talk playoffs. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, please go and listen to uh, listen to our interview with Devin Green. He really gave us a lot of good um, good information about just his season. And, you know, he's he is a senior, so this will most likely be his last season unless he goes yeah. for um, – Another season as a grad student. I don't we, think he has that. I don't think. I don't think he, he, think he has eligibility. eligibility. Yeah, well, I think this is it for him. This is gonna be. This is gonna be it for his um, collegiate career. He's hoping that it doesn't end anytime soon. So yeah. But we are going to transfer over to the win against Brockport, and wow, you know it was not. It was not the most pretty win. It wasn't no. the wins that they've gotten. It was close you know, in the past years. It was very close. Um, but they were able to get a big win, and, and man, Brian, I mean, just being able to take that and be like, yeah, we're we're the number one seed, so um, yeah. take that. You're gonna be um, you're gonna be playing in the Max Zeal, yep. and we're not Huge. gonna we're not gonna have any upsets here, as it's now gonna be Cortland at Brockport, and that's gonna be one of the biggest games. I would yeah, say, that's gonna be of this very interesting. To watch. I'm pretty sure Brockport lost to Cortland. Um, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think that was one of their four regular season losses for Brockport. Um, but, yeah, huge game. Devin Green, 18-point game. Bowman, 17. Double-double for him. 
Another interesting thing that I'm seeing right now, Jeremiah Sparks, just two for nine. So that's two straight games for him of tough shooting versus Brockport. I guess they must know how to lock him down. Mm -hmm. But it was good to see that Green stepped up, Bowman picked up in the absence. Achilles, 13-point game, good for him. And and then Eki Anderson had a couple straight baskets at the end of the game, got himself 11 points and really just led the team to victory at the end there. So Brockport, victory, huge and like, come on, how demoralizing must that be? You're, you beat them once. You're playing. You know you have to beat them if you want a shot at a Sunyak title. They come in. They beat you in a close one, and they walk on your court as a Sunyak champion. Yep. Or they walk regular off your court. Regular season champion. Regular yep. season, yeah. As a regular season champion. Yep. That's got to be demoralizing. Yeah. And, I mean, that that's also extra motivation for Brockport. Yeah. Wait, this it, is very true. It, that, that's very... Uh, that, that can go both ways. I mean, they know that they just lost, but they also know, hey, we've beaten this team before. You know, we we beat them in the max seal. Why can't we do it again? But, yes, it was big confidence for Oswego because now they're hosting it. And now New Paltz is coming in. And remember, Brian, this was the same – or New Paltz was the same opponent that they faced in the semifinals last year. This is true. Um but I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Coolness. We have rolled through New Paltz this year. Yeah. We're averaging over a hundred points a game in the in the two victories against them. We beat them earlier this month, February third, 112 to 53. That was at home, at their place. We beat them 106 to 75. Like, yeah. I I say it's playoffs. Every team comes in. Playoffs is a f- fresh slate, so you can't overlook anybody. But right. we. I've been playing New Paltz so well this year. I'm not super worried about it. Yeah. I mean, granted, if we see like what happened versus Brockport earlier this season, then I'm gonna be really worried. Right. Uh, because then New Paltz is a good like they're they're a good team. Like right. they mm-hmm. they blew out Oneonta the other night. I was like, where did that come from? I was fully expecting Oneonta to be the team we played. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden it's New Paltz blew them by like I was not 20. New Paltz no, I wasn't either. at all. Nothing against New Paltz. I was just like Oneonta is. Uh, probably the third best team in Sunyak this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate sure that's what they, like where they were seeding wise. Yep. Um, I was fully expecting them, just of how because because of, of how well they played Oswego mm-hmm. and played other teams that like they were going to be the team we played again. Yeah. Um, but then it was New Paltz and they blew them out. So that's another thing. New Paltz is riding high right now. Right. New Paltz is like playing really well. Mm-hmm. So you can't overlook it, but I'm not super worried. So. I don't know. Right. And um, just looking at their last uh, four games uh, down the stretch, was Oneana, Cortland, Brockport, and Fernonia, two two home games and then two away games. Oswego's only scored 100 points one of those times. I mean, you could say the Fernonia game was kind of just throw-in game and we're just going to yeah, do whatever. That's but, what I just You know, that Oneana game and that Brockport game, you got to look at that. And I know it was, you know, a tough, you know, Leon won't be – worried about seeing that because he'll say yeah we want it so that's not really the biggest deal but you know he said in the past like he wants to keep you know the defense and he wants to keep the defense and the offense very um you know very consistent yeah you know you don't want to have you know your defense be out of whack because then your offense might might not pick up the slack so it's something where he wants to keep them really you know disciplined and going in here and they have a you know, they have a bigger goal than the Suniac Championship. I yeah. mean, last year it was, all right, we're going to win the Suni. you know, we're going to go in there. Okay, we beat the Su- we won the Suniac Championship. 
that's awesome. Now going into the NCAs, they were kind of a little little new to the NCA kind of hundred percent period. So they went and they went all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. Now, if they're able to do that again, I think they'll have a little bit more motivation knowing that they've been in those NCA games before. But we'll talk about that for a later time because. Obviously, New Paltz is the First, opponent. Yeah, and I was going to say, that is that is what Coach Leon preached yesterday in the press conference. Yep. He got a couple questions about it. Oh, like, New Paltz is coming, but, like, how do you prepare for Saturday? He's like, you can't. You just can't think about Saturday. That's how you lose Friday. Exactly. If you're thinking about Saturday, you can't, you're going to lose Friday. So he, he, he preached. He's like, we need, we're focusing on New Paltz. That is it. If we get to Saturday, we'll think about it then. We're not thinking about it right now. Yeah. Um, and I and I truly believe that. I think he is preaching to his team. Him and the coaching staff are preaching to everybody. Yep. Because I mean, we heard it in the preseason press conference. It's yep. like, oh, the goal is Sweet Sixteen again. Like, well, yeah, of course the goal is to win the regular season. Of course it's to win the Sunyak, but it's get Sweet Sixteen again. Oh, national championship. I think that was just a joke from Julian Crittenden. But like, if he's saying it, it's in his mind somewhere, and you've got to think it's in someone else's mind. Right. So I really do think Leon is preaching. Just focus on New Paltz. How are we beating New Paltz this time? Yep. So that's, I mean, I think that's where we're at with this team. It's, you can't look past New Paltz right now. Nope. And I don't think they're going to. Another thing I want to say, because I've been doing research for this game. I will be on the call for WTOP for the New Paltz game with Zach Malamud. Um, New Paltz has, has a top six score in the league in Ryland Blondo. He plays really well. We play, we play him really well. Yep. In his career, in seven games in his career versus Oswego, his, his highest 10 points. He doesn't play well versus Oswego. We shut him down. I think it's a big strength of the way Oswego plays. He's a smaller guard. He's an off-the-ball guard because they have the their primary point guard in Sean St. Lucia. So he averages about 16 points a game as an off-the-ball guard. One thing Leon was talking about is the versatility of the defense on the defensive side of his team. Mm-hmm. Um, our guards play really can play any, everybody really well. And then our big men, Achilles and uh, Bowman, have experience in the past. Bowman just last year in the school he transferred from, and then Achille in his high, in high school, of playing against guards and guarding guards. So the, when the team switches on defense, they can do it really well. And I think that's why we play Blondo so well. Mm-hmm. So it's something to watch out for. Yep. Is do we play him again well? Does someone else step up for Fredonia, or does Ryland Blondo finally figure out this Oswego defense? Right. It's, a, it's a storyline to watch. Yeah, it's definitely a storyline to watch. And you know, going to Brockport and Cortland. You know, we mentioned that's going to be one of the biggest games. That's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting game. I could see that game going either way. Yeah. Um, I know Brockport is probably – my prediction is I think Brockport will take it just because they have that motivation that they want to go up against Oswego. They know that – Yeah, they want want the revenge. They want that revenge. But, yeah, we're going to do – well, first, I would say, yeah, I did do. Cortland does also have has probably the Suniac player of the year this year, yeah. and Austin Grunder averaged a double double, twenty two and I believe eleven was his was his stat line, twenty two points, eleven rebounds. He's really good. Mm-hmm. I think if he has an outstanding game, there could be another upset there. There, I think they there is a definitely a world where we play Cortland in that final. Or I, I, let's, let's not let's not go. We I'm not going to say Oswego's getting there. I'm not going to be that. There's a world that us that Cortland makes the final. Yep. Um, they're not a bad team. They are seven or eight deep as far as scoring goes, and Austin Grunder like can just be absolutely dominant. So, 
It'll be a, that'll be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to be actually a really close game mm-hmm. for a first semifinal. It's going to set the tone in Max Zeal for game two. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to set the tone. And, I mean, you're kind of thinking, what, like, with the oswego New Paltz game, you're kind of just looking at the matchup, and you're like, why is the oswego New Paltz not the 5.30 in the nightcap as the Cortland Brock Right. Because, it, yeah. you know, obviously it, Oswego being home, that's the one that's going to be the nightcap. But... Going over to some predictions for Saturday, I uh, I'll, I'll give it to you, Brian. Um, what, what's your prediction on uh, what this matchup is? Who's going to win? I'm going Oswego Brockport, and then Oswego in a very tight like five point victory. I'm I think it's going to be tight. I think that Makai Beckett is going to step up for Brockport in that game. I think that David Grady is going to step up for Brockport in that game, and it is going to be so tight. But I do think that Jeremiah Sparks will turn it around the way he's been playing Brockport this year, and he's going to become the star of this team that he kind of is. Yeah. So very close five-point victory. Oswego over Brockport in that championship game. All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Oswego, but I'm going to say Cortland. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, Red Dragons here. Um, you know, two two Red Dragon teams back to back, Oneana last year and now uh, Cortland this year. Um, the reason why is because, as you mentioned, they have Austin Grunder. I mean, he's going to be he he's probably going to be the Suniac Player of the Year. Yeah. And you, you mentioned they're really deep, and that's that helps you in the playoffs. Yeah. It really helps you in the playoffs, and I feel like, you know, it's going to be a ten point win for Oswego. Um, it's going to be a little bit more, you know, a little less close, but still pretty relatively close game. Fair enough. Um, but, you know, I, I was asking the question in the press conference yesterday. I was like, Leon, how does it feel that you have all of these different playmakers that can have a big game at any point? And he was just pretty much expressing, yeah, we do. We, we have – that's one of our big advantages, that we can put anyone on that court and they can have a big game. It doesn't matter if it's – yeah, Joey Roback. It doesn't matter if it's Jeremiah Sparks. It doesn't matter who it is. Cartier Bowman. It doesn't matter any one of those guys. Um, Sean Edwards. Like it doesn't matter which guy is on that court. They're gonna if their number yeah. is called, they're gonna be uh, the one who's gonna be scoring a lot. So yeah. you know, someone deserves a little bit of love too. That really hasn't press conference from us. Caleb Cook too. Kind yes. of an underrated star. He's really pushed the last couple of weeks. Has been getting his scoring numbers up. I don't remember. I remember last year in the Sunak playoffs, he was this hype guy off the bench. It was a, right. He made a couple clutch threes yeah. and got the crowd going. So he's also someone to watch. So, you know, I, I like your vision. I always say it's almost a little bit of a hot take because, you know, it's getting a little warm in here from that, from that prediction right there. Yeah. And now, as it heats up even more, it's time for the Laker Oven. Yes, sir. Laker Oven. We're going right, to start with you this week because right. your previous hot take is still alive. Yep, it is still alive, and um, I'm, I'm still going to ride the little, everyone called me crazy. <laughs> everyone who's listening, everyone called me crazy. They're, they, everyone, when I made that hot take, even my co-host Brian called me crazy. <laughs> he enough. thought that there was no shot that Oswego was able to get that number one seed. It was looking a lot, it was looking bleak. It yeah. was looking very bleak. But they were able to do it, and, excuse me. Oswego and Geneseo, it's kind of it's kind of leveling out a little bit. Geneseo versus Plattsburgh, 
Oswego versus Buff State. After Saturday, we'll see if my hot take will be uh, still in, um, still heating up. Yeah, still heating up. It may, uh, it may be at its hottest. Yeah, but I guess. Or maybe if you're gonna say it might be at its coldest because <laughs> now it's coming into reality. But we're gonna move over to the women's side. Yeah, you got a, you got a new hot take. I got a new out. hot take. Women's hockey will take Cortland to overtime, and our. Uh, interview from this week, Ashlyn McGrath will redeem herself as she mentioned that she was there when Cortland was able to get that goal. She'll redeem herself by getting the game-winning goal 3-2 Oswego. I like it. I like it. 3-2 Oswego is going to win in Cortland, and they're going to face Plattsburgh in the championship. Boom. Book it. I like I really do. I'm not going to call you crazy for this one. I do. I do really like that one. Uh, it's going to be a tight, that's going to be a very tight matchup. It's going to be low scoring. I mean, a 3-2 win for us would be the highest scoring matchup in the series this year. Yep. Um, but I like it. I, I think playoffs ramps everybody up, and we'll see what happens. But yeah. It, it's it's, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a really good one. But, Brian, we're heating up here. What's yours? All right, so I'm going to go men's hockey this week. I got yep. the men's hockey hot take. They're going to win this. We're going to win on Saturday. By four plus goals. Four. I know Emil Norman's back. I know he played well. The way this team is playing right now, I don't think it matters who's in net for Buffalo State. They're going to beat oh. them. They're going to beat them handily. They're going to continue to ride in the high end of the Suniac Championship game. I think that's the way it's going. Yeah, I mean, four plus goals, that would be kind of like the game they faced against Buff State just yeah. last week. I mean, they were able to take a... I think it's seven three victory. I think it'll be a little more low scoring. I think not seven three, maybe a six two, a five one. Yeah. Um, but I I think Cal Shell is going to step up. Uh, coach said he he has timely saves. That's what he said in the press conference the other day. He he comes up with these timely saves. I think yep. it's going to happen a lot. I know he's a freshman. I know the playoff atmosphere is new to him. I don't think it matters. I think he's going to play really well. I think the defense will play well around him. And the offense will continue to roll. Bull to Carlo. I think they're both going to get on the score sheet. I, I'm, yeah. I think it's going to be a great game for them. Four plus goals. The Deb's going to be rocking, and we're going to see somebody in the Deb the following weekend. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I hope you're right. Um, I'm definitely not calling you crazy here because I believe we can beat Buffalo State handily. I mean, it's it, you know, it's not, it's going to be a tough game, but I feel like once we get our once we get on a roll, I don't think anybody's stopping us. Especially yeah, Exactly. State. I mean, you got to think. They got their goaltender. Do you see anybody else that we're talking about here? Right. For Buff State, we're right. not really talking about anybody. So, and what we're talking about for Oswego, obviously we're talking about Cal Shell. We're also talking about Alex DiCarlo. We're talking about, you know, Tommy Cahill. I mean... It was Cahill who got that hat trick against Rodonia, I believe. No. Was it Cahill or was uh, it? Smart. Connor Smart. 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 My bad. Very good. Yeah. Con- Connor Smart getting that. But still, you know, people who are stepping up for this Oswego men's hockey team, it's going to be uh, it's, it's gonna be very interesting. But, you know, before we uh, send this episode out, we got a little announcement from Oswego Athletics 
Uh, Alex DiCarlo, Cal Shell, and Shane Bull got Suniac All-Conference honors. Yeah. So Alex DiCarlo got second team Suniac All-Conference. Cal Shell with an all-rookie team. That was no surprise. No, not at all. And then Shane Bull getting third team All-Conference for the Suniac. So, you know, really... uh, a really um, congratulations to all three of them. They have been, you know, working their tail off this whole season. So, you know, congratulations to uh, DiCarlo, Shell, and Bull. And yeah, big congrats to them. Huge. They they deserve it. They all had great seasons. Uh, I believe Bull and DiCarlo are line mates, so they fed off each other really well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they deserve everything. They deserve it. They hundred percent deserve it. Yeah, they definitely do. But that is going to do it for episode five of the 104 Sports Report. It's the playoffs, guys. So when you listen to us next week, we'll give you more. Uh, we'll give you the playoff updates, and we'll also we'll hopefully give you some previews previews for some more playoffs for men's hockey. Women's hockey and men's basketball. Hopefully, yeah. So, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. If the men's basketball team wins, they lose this weekend. I don't think they get managed. I'm pretty sure they're they're gonna make the national tournament. Yep. So they will watch out. Mo- Monday will be selection Monday for Division Three tournament. Yep. Watch for that because Oswego will be in there somewhere. Definitely. And if it's for men's hockey and women's hockey, they gotta pretty much win the Suniac championship if they yep. want to go into the NCAA, NCAA tournament. But yeah, that's gonna do it for. Episode 5, Season 6 of the 104 Sports Report. Uh, We will see you next week for another episode. See ya.